How's it going, everybody? Brandon Lockerubi here for Guilty Pleasure Personals. February 4th, you can see me and a whole bunch of comedy homies live at Lithology Brewery in Farmingdale. Tickets are on sale now, and they do sell out pretty quickly. So if you're interested, please reach out to me or John Sell or Danny Zags if you know any of us. And if you don't, find us on Instagram. We'll talk to you, Brandon.Laka. And if you search the other two guys' names, they'll definitely pop up. Uh, going to be a fun show. I've had a lot of friends on the previous ones and glad to be on this one. And then uh, February 11th is my show I'm producing but not on. Funny Nuggets number three. At the exact time of this recording, it's a little bit up in the air where exactly the show's going to be. It's either going to be in eastern Suffolk County or western Nassau County. Wait, I goofed. I goofed. Man, <laughs> that's wrong. Western Suffolk County or eastern Nassau County. So similar neck of the woods regardless, but the exact place... I got to wait a couple of days, I think, until I can announce. But basically what I'm saying is if you want to see live stand-up and you're near or on Long Island, uh, talk to us. We got we got safe shows that you can come check out and laugh at us. It's going to be fun. So on this episode, I'm not sure if I'm going to name it Bread or Sourdough Bread. Who knows? But it's going to be one of them. Have a good pal of mine, Brendan Ryan of the uh, Wonderland Phil Comedy Group, as well as the Adult Babies podcast. Fun fact, we recorded, uh, I was a guest on Adult Babies the day before Brendan and I recorded this episode. We just carried that energy from his podcast into mine. It was just some good chat and good talks. Talked about bread and why it is a true guilty pleasure and obsession of, of Brendan's right now. And it was just really cool. I'm addicted to bread. It's a problem. But recording this, I am three days no wheat. So it's always worth trying, folks. It's always worth trying, even if you don't succeed. Not in everything. Man, this is getting really philosophical. Uh, anyway, episode 33, Guilty Pleasure Personals, bread with my pal, Brendan Ryan. I think what I'm most curious about is uh, how did you meet the other adult babies? All right. So uh, the first baby is a chick that I met, and I, I've known him forever. Hmm. Not forever. Uh, we kind of were – we went to school together. He was a grade below me. Uh, we ran in the same circles. Had the same friends, but we weren't good friends ourselves. We kind of – we knew each other. You know, yeah, people totally. you just know. He was a yeah. – and um, – he was always telling me, once I started doing comedy, he was always, he was the one that was like, we should do a podcast. <laughs> and I'm nice. like, what are you going to talk about? You have nothing to say. And he's like, no, no, I think it'd be good, you know, two bald guys talking <laughs> on the mic. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I met uh, this guy, uh, Chris, Chris Maraboli, and I met him at a open mic in uh in manhattan called the climate lounge uh an old laughing buddha comedy uh open mic that i don't think is around anymore and um we started talking and he ended up being from massapequa i'm from farmingdale and at the time he was doing his own podcast and he invited me on as a guest and uh i think that was called the bunch of savages podcast good name yeah it was a really good name and we went on i went on as a guest and he was like, hey, man, you should just you should just be on the podcast with me. And I was like, cool. Then we had Chick on the podcast. So that's kind of how I met him. And okay. then me and Chick did our own thing. I broke away from Chris because he was doing you know his own thing. And, I, and me and Chick were like, we're going to do our own podcast. And uh, we did it with another friend from high school that we're both pretty friendly with, um, T. Briz. If you're a long time listener to the adult babies, or if you look at the current show art, yes, in the podcast, app, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, something. he's he's the redhead <laughs> that's no yeah. longer part of the guitar. Yeah, so he was he was uh, we actually asked him to produce the show at first because he's good with all that stuff, and me and Chick are a couple of dummies. So and he got way into it. Mm. Uh, he saw the cartoon artwork that we had, and he was like, "This looks a lot of fun, like a lot of fun. I want to yeah. do this." And uh, he did it for almost 20 episodes and sure. then quit live on the air. Yeah. 
because he was such an i think it's called an audiophile he was like like obsessed with the sound like yeah, we were talking about yeah, earlier sure and chick would always breathe heavy on the on on the podcast <laughs> and it would i mean every we did up close to 20 episodes i'd say 17 of them we would have an argument on the air about <laughs> about breathing into the mic so he quit one day and then we got chris back and uh yeah and that's it ever since then we're the three of us nice that's nice that's cool i uh, i chris was cool to me chick is a very interesting man so interesting i that and now he's the you're the comedian yeah chris is the producer chris is the producer Chick is the average. He's the slacker. Slacker, right? Yeah, right, right. That's I love that. He's such. A, he's he's just a character, and he's somebody that I feel like a lot of. He's somebody that you're either like connect with him right away, or you don't. But eventually you will. Okay. He's just he's a good guy, and he's hard to he's hard to figure out at first. Okay. He's abrasive. Yeah. He could be angry, but he's one of the best guys I know. I totally got that vibe. And you know who he reminds me of? And I mean this in the most complimentary way possible. <laughs> yes. He's uh he's Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. Yes. yes. Like what did he what did he say on I was listening back to the adult babies I was on. Um he just said some word and just left out like two important consonants. That's his thing. That's I what he does. I love it. I love that. Whether it's a, a shtick or if it's just like who he is, I don't care. Oh, it's care. just who he is. I love that. It's That's just my who he favorite. Is. One of my favorite types of comedy is a Rickyism. Like, <laughs> dude, he drives. I told me, you so, boys. I he, told you so. He drives me nuts more than anybody. I argue. I was arguing with him on the way here. Uh, <laughs> like he drives me nuts more than anybody. Yeah. But I I couldn't ever do a show without him. He's like we found our our thing together. Chris Chris is great. Chris is leaving in a month. Oh really? Chris travels the world. Oh, him and his girlfriend. He just got back. From, he lived in Croatia for three months. Holy shit! So Chris is we. We're always like, is he quitting on us or is he with us for good? Yeah. And then about uh, a couple weeks ago, he's like, he's like, yeah. It turns out I'm uh, I'm actually leaving again. I'm going to um, Serbia for a few months, and then I'm going back to Croatia. So we'll we'll be without Chris for a little while again, and then we're gonna do the online stuff. You know, a lot of Zoom and kind of mix it up. Nice. So, but it, I, they're the perfect comp. I we, I feel like we complement each other. We're all very different. We have our own personalities, mm -hmm. own point of view, and uh, kind of works. Yeah, and for uh, a show that is a not at all to be reductive, like guys hanging out shooting the shit. Yeah, that dynamic is like what makes it work as a show. Yeah, and I that's why like I I've enjoyed all the episodes I listen to. Thank you. I really it's appreciate good it. stuff. Go check out Adult Babies, yeah, guys. Check Go it do out. It. I literally on that show was like, quit listening to it and listen to my show. So I, I give <laughs> yeah. you the plug up front. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, Brendan, I am so excited to talk about bread. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. So because excited. I came here wanting to talk about something different. And you're like, no, that's we're not gonna your go guilty bread. pleasure, Brendan. We're going to go bread. And I agree with you. You're right. I worry that I don't have enough to talk about bread. Um I am a person that gets very excited about whatever I'm doing in the moment, mm -hmm. and then I could quit it at any time. Sure. Uh, comedy has been the only thing that has stuck with me longer than a year. Okay, cool. So, bread, I <laughs> I already did quit bread already. Did you? Yeah, and I'm back at it. In 2019, I started, uh, I, got, I got into bread. I, I, I'm not sure where I first... Uh, saw the idea of, of making it's sourdough bread I make. Um, the fucking best. So good. So good. You really know about is. sourdough. Um, but I, I got into it. I was like, oh, this is cool. I like the idea of like, so when you have a sourdough, you have to make a starter, mm -hmm. which is real simple. It's, uh, it's flour, water, and uh, I believe that's it. Yeah, you pretty much make dough and then don't bake it. Yeah, you let it yeah. ferment. Mm -hmm. So, and then every day, uh, what happens with that? It kind of it grows. Uh, then you take a little bit out, and then you feed it every night. You feed it, and it just continues to grow. It takes about a week, depending on the weather, um, to start uh, fermenting. It gets like bubbly. It gets this real bubbly kind of creamy texture, weird texture, mm -hmm. little smell to it. Yeah, and um, and then you could bake. You could just you could bake bread. You could make 
pizza. I, I'm I'm starting to get pizza, Hell yeah, um, dude. which is awesome, and it's uh, it's so cool. I don't know. I, I'm in love with it. No, that's awesome. And the first one I in 2019, yeah. I made my first uh, bread. Like it took a couple months. I finally made it. It looked awful. Like it was flat. It was pale, but it tasted delicious. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I did my work. Yeah, and then yeah. I never. I just kind of. I never fed the sourdough. I killed it. And then I started up again in December. Okay. I was like, all right, let me try this again. And uh, and I've been doing it, and it's been fantastic. Now now I'm, I've been baking bread. Uh, like I do two loaves a week That's nice. for the last month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, man I, the, only, the only part about this that I'm hating is that I am now two days grain-free. <laughs> like, oh, man. I, I discovered that my favorite deli for bacon, egg, and cheeses makes killer omelets. So I'm like, all right, put it all inside the eggs now. <laughs> yeah. Like, but yeah, man, I as I told you yesterday, like I, I just grew up and got fat on my dad's sourdough from his restaurant. That was just like the best. Like I dream of that sourdough bread. Yeah, I'm sure he had it a lot better than mine too. I mean, it was a science. You know, it was locked yeah. in. Like the the mother that he had was just like... I don't even think he had, it sounds like his process for the mother was less, if I remember correctly, intensive for what a lot of people do at home. Because he would literally just take, a from the current batch, he'd take a section and then just like leave it around. Yeah. And then just add that into the dough the next time, take a piece off. So it was, I guess, a little bit of a different method. But in any case, it's like the problem, so I love sourdough so much, but I still compare it. I always compare every sourdough to my dad's sourdough. Of course, yeah. And it's never as good. Even the best I've ever had. I'm just like, because it, it's just that childhood nostalgia, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad I didn't bring uh, a, a a loaf for you today because I you would be judging me on my bread. And that also like be going, I'd, I'd be having a personal crisis of whether or not it's worth <laughs> breaking my two-day streak. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man. How, what's, what's the obsession like for you? How is it like, is it, is it monopolizing your your days and nights is it uh, how crazy are you going it's with making it? my kitchen a mess sure um the thing with with like dough with flour all the stuff it gets over everything so my kitchen is con and you it's never so i feed it every day mm -hmm. like and like you said there's small children animals. yeah like exactly <laughs> there is there's so many ways to bake it there is a million different ways to do it that's mm -hmm. it's kind of what interests me is like it's it's finding what works for you. Yeah, finding the right recipe because I've done a few recipes that like didn't work, and then you could tweak it and find out. All right, this way I like I like this this works with my schedule. Um, so it, I guess what what's gotten in the way of my life is just the mess. It I'm not a clean person to begin with. Okay. Like I'm always like <laughs> I, things are always left around. So like the kitchen Same. always being. I have to do. I'm. I'm just constantly cleaning dough off of everything. Yep, it gets. It gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. I've already and I bought a for Christmas. I got a scale, which was a game changer for me. Absolutely, the scale changed everything. Yeah, uh, a cooking scale. If you don't know, it just because if you're gonna if you're gonna um, measure flour, my cup is gonna be different than your cup. It's oh, never yeah. exact. So with the scale, I do it in grams. Mm -hmm. So I do, uh, to feed my starter, I do 60 grams of, of uh, all-purpose flour, King's Arthur flour, and then uh, 60 grams of, of uh, water, of warm water. And um, I take out about uh, a half a cup, whatever. That, I, I don't measure how much I take out. I just take out a, a little bit. Sure. Just because it keeps, it like eats itself. That's, that's what the dough does, okay. I'm assuming. <laughs> that's how it grows or at least that's what they tell me online yeah <laughs> r slash sourdough like. yeah oh, dude i'm all i'm all over the reddit pages of sourdough we gotta introduce we get you gotta meet tom papa i do the other bread comedian i know yeah <laughs> that might have been where i i first got into the sourdough yeah yeah because i know he he was doing it and i was like ah oh, that i'm always looking for something like different to do sure now every now the uh, the quarantine everybody is doing sourdough. Yeah. Um. Really? Are you seeing it everywhere? A lot of people. A lot of people are doing it. 
You know what? Like uh, that's fine. Everybody, if you're getting into sourdough, you everybody listening, just run with it. It's the best bread. It's beautiful. That end rye, sourdough rye, holy shit. Okay, so I haven't got into the rye uh, department yet. Okay, but it's it's definitely on my list. That's well, a party. Now here's the thing I want to say about the sourdough. Another reason why I I was got into it and wanted to do it. Mm. So here's my my idea here. Back when you can go to like parties, get-togethers, dinner parties, right? You know, you go up, you show up with a bottle of wine, uh, mm -hmm. you know, some beer. Everybody's doing that. I wanted to be the guy that's showing up with a loaf of hot bread. You're showing up with solid beer. Yes, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to be that guy. I'm like, that's going to that's gonna be a game changer, okay? And people are like, nobody cares. And I, I, the only thing I've been able to They're do so is wrong. they are so wrong. <laughs> People so wrong. are wrong. <laughs> I've been, I, I, in the last month or two, I've been doing these, uh, the, the loaves. I've been yeah. giving it to my family. I keep one for myself, then I, I bring one to my family. Sure. And they've been loving it. There's been some that haven't been great. Today, about uh, this afternoon, was the first time I had the pleasure of bringing um, one of my breads to a friend. Sure. So my friend just had a baby uh, last week, and I said, you know what? They're not getting diapers from me. They probably wouldn't even see me if it wasn't for the bread. So I called up my buddy, <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, uh, congratulations on the kid. I got something for you. I want to give you a little congratulations. You like sourdough? And he's like, I love sourdough. He didn't even, he's on, he's not on social media or anything. So he doesn't even know I, I do this. So he was shocked. He's like, what are you talking about? You, you, you're baking bread. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I, I bake bread. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what do you have a bread maker? I'm like, no, I fermented it myself. I'm the bread maker. <laughs> I'm the bread maker. And I went there today. Yeah. I dropped off a loaf about two hours out of the oven. It was still warm when I brought it into their house and him and his wife, were overcome with joy. Just in tears. Dude, I left their house and I just felt, I felt great. I felt like, I was like, that nice. is what we do. We make people happy and I'm giving them bread. And then I just got a text right before we started. He's with his family, his in-laws, and they're all uh, with my bread and they loved it. At least they say they loved it, you know. you never I don't know. think I don't think you need to be polite about sourdough. Like that shit's just, as long as it's not, like you were saying with your first one, as long as it's not like objectively garbage. Yeah, I've had a few that were a little chewy on the inside, which my mom, okay. uh, like the first one I made. So I, another game changer for me was I bought a Dutch oven, nice. um, a Dutch oven. And that that was per because you can you, you put the Dutch oven inside of the oven. Right. Okay? And it's for 20 minutes, you bake it with the top on the Dutch oven. It steams it a little bit. OK. You get a nice rise. Then you take it out, take the uh, top off, sure. And for the next fifteen twenty minutes, you let it brown on the top. Now, hmm. the first time I did it, I didn't do it right, and uh, and it was a little chewy inside. But I think I got it down now, so that's where I'm at. No, that's fucking. Hold on, my I'm yeah, experiencing okay technical difficulties. Well, kind of like I, I was saying on on the show yesterday. I what I love about baking. It, it's interesting. I love cooking. I love baking. And I feel like there's this conception that they are similar things because you're making food. But like, you know, cooking, you get a little joie de vivre. You can like, you know, mm -hmm. fool around a little bit, be fast and loose with your spices. But baking is like, you know, like that's why you said you got to scale. Like you, you got to like precise, which is, is nice in its own way because it sometimes it's nice to follow a procedure and to get really just good at something like, you know, getting good at cooking. Yeah. You want to be, I guess, precise if you're following a recipe or whatever, but like you have room to color outside the lines baking. It's just like, I don't want to say fun. Cause it sounds like the opposite of fun, <laughs> but it, there's a certain quality and satisfaction of just like, you're like, I did it perfectly. And here's this awesome thing now. So that's, oh, it's, and it's such a good feeling because like I, I did, I, I, I would dabble in like other like baking stuff and like I got way into cooking in the last uh, couple of years. Nice. But it's all like baking. Like I just oh, okay. like bake. Like, yeah, I'm afraid to like really cook uh, for some reason. Like I'm not good on the grill. Hmm. 
Hmm. I, I like if I cook something in a in a pan, I'm afraid I'm gonna cause too much smoke and the alarm is gonna go off and I'm gonna get embarrassed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I anything I could do without like causing too much smoke. Okay, I have a irrational fear of the alarm going off in oh, the apartment. Yeah, I, I just I can't take that all that attention. You want to be that guy? Yeah. Oh my god, I wouldn't know how to shut it off. It's like seems industrial. So I can't, I can't deal with that. Oh, it's not like a home one where you rip it off the wall no. and throw it outside. No, you just and even that, like I did that at my parents' house, and I had to rip <laughs> it off. I'm stepping on it. Thing doesn't shut off. <laughs> it's still beeping, even though yeah. it's like my parents don't no have a, a fire alarm because of when I started baking, oh, when no. I started cooking. But that's not safe. No, it's not safe. <laughs> cooking, with all those fire pits they have. Cooking isn't safe. Okay, it's dangerous. Well, that's the one thing though. If you do decide to pivot to like non-baking cooking i feel like you'd find it easier than than baking in a lot of ways because you're not like you can play fast and loose with some of the rules that's true but you know i would like to get more into it i'd love uh if, if i ever produce this video that i've been talking about for like a year um i my thing is my specialty is scrambled eggs I was inspired by the famous gordon ramsay how to make yeah. gourmet eggs video and uh, picked up some other techniques and and some science because there's some things that Gordon just ain't right about. Really, you're going yeah. against Gordon? I'm going against old world chefs being gatekeepers. Mm -hmm. Basically, like I don't know if this is like what he's thinking specifically, but like there's this one thing about scrambled eggs. They say that you shouldn't you shouldn't salt the egg before cooking it is a big is a big thing with really? like old world chefs they give some sort of bs reason why it's not good for the scrambled egg and it is america's test kitchen uh which great youtube channel they did i guess some of them were racist so they dropped off the face oh, really? of the earth for a minute yeah <laughs> um but they were a great resource for like not just good recipes but they're also like here's like we actually did tests and science to prove that this is the best way to do this thing Salting the eggs while you're beat while you're whisking them is you you got to do it. Yeah. It results in a better egg. So then I knew that I rewatched the Gordon video and he distinctively is like, no, you salt them at the end. And I'm like, uh, you're what is why are you preaching the devil's Bible yeah. for eggs? But anyway, but people get stuck in their ways. I watched. Yes, I watched. Speaking of eggs, it made me want to get an omelet. I watched the first episode of this show, I think it's on HBO Max, called Selena and Chef. Have okay. you ever heard about it? It's like Selena Gomez. I, I don't know much about I guess she's like a, a pop singer or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she did this thing where she starts, she was cooking, and she gets a chef, a famous chef, on like a Zoom call, and the chef is in his place. They're okay. quarantining. Yeah. And they kind of... You know, the chef is like, this is how you do it. And the first chef, I forget his name. Uh, he was a French chef. They made a, a French omelet, and it looked insane. It lo I was like, my omelets never turn out like that. Like, it was just, and he walked her through it. Yeah. And it was like, it makes you want to do it. I was like, I want to do that. And I was like, I I know it won't come out that way, but. Not with that confidence. Come on, no, man. You got it. I don't you have got confidence. It. You know that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I eggs are eggs are difficult for me too. I, I don't. Well, no. I'll teach you. How, I'll teach you how to make my my scramble because I, again, I, I want to make a video like a comedy cooking thing because like I want to put this knowledge I've you should generated out into the world because like they really are. They're to the point where if I go to make eggs, my fiance will be like, "Oh my god, we can't have eggs again." But then by the time I'm done, she's like. I do want to eat these eggs. These are the best eggs on the planet. <laughs> There's nothing better than a good egg. I, it, yeah. it just, and it works all times of days. I was doing a little cooking thing myself where I would have somebody come on. They would come to my kitchen mm -hmm. and they would teach me how to cook. And I did like I did like four, four or five of them. Okay. And I want to get back to it. Um, I just... I, I don't. I just haven't been able to get to it. That's a great idea. So I, if if you know, and it's actually I've I've had a similar idea where you have somebody that isn't the best cook has people that have like a specialty dish come in and, and teach them how to make it. Yeah. So all good if not. But if you ever wanted to collab on that, of course. That of course. I think I've that's been, a compelling idea. I, it's it's a lot of fun. I did the last one. I did 
uh, actually was with my buddy Chick from the Adult Babies podcast. Nice. We made lasagna. Uh, it was his mother's recipe. They I was made... going to say, his was either going to be lasagna or firecrackers. It had... <laughs> <laughs> He it was his mother's recipe yeah. and they made the sauce beforehand and then we made everything else and we okay. filmed it and nice. it didn't work out. I don't know what we <laughs> I forget what we did wrong, but at the end of it his mother is just just so disappointed in him that he failed to get her recipe across. Oh. But it was a lot of fun. I had yeah, my I had yeah. my niece on. She didn't really teach me anything, but you know, it's just and I feel like it's been uh, the cooking stuff has been done a million times, but it's been done so much because it's it's fun to watch. Yeah. I don't know what it is. There's something, at least to me, I I I have a good time just watching people cook and their way of doing it and explaining it. So let's definitely get on that. I, I'm I, about I, it, man. I'd be down to to get that back. My my first favorite podcast, which you know we were talking about how having only so many in the rotation. Yeah, I just unsubscribed from it. Because well, it was like my first favorite podcast, and mm -hmm. it like broke my heart to do it. But I'm like, I never it click happens. on this anymore. It just happens. But anyway, they um, one of the guys on that what show was it? called Can the Comedy you... Button. The Comedy Button. Yeah. So it's a bunch of uh, either current or former IGN uh, like writers, producers, and they just wanted to do a show where they weren't talking about video games all day. Gotcha. So it's it's just a it's another guy shooting the shit podcast. Yep. But it was just I love those guys. I love their dynamic. It was funny. It was a good time. But one of them is an infamously bad cook <laughs> and just won't even attempt basic things like cooking yeah. an egg, making cookies. So they they were going to do this series, Cooking with Ryan Scott, where they just make fun of him and they make him make things. That's fun. And they made one of them and then like a real chef named Ryan Scott, got, I, I think, got upset oh, because really? he's like, that's my name and it's like, he's, he's not a good cook. And I'm sure there were other factors why they didn't make more, but there's one of them out there, and it's like I really love it. I gotta show you some of the other stuff they've made because I feel, I feel like you would fuck with it. I it's, would. That sounds fun. Like my favorite series they did was called Teen Zone. Okay, where it was where a 12, 27 year old man pretended to be a teenager and was like, oh, I don't want to do chores, and then it, you know, it was just, it was just, it was great. Oh, I, I can get into that. I feel like I'm a. I'm an old man that doesn't want to do chores. Yeah, me too. We're uh, in the teen zone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, man. The other thing I kind of wanted to harp on you a little bit, mm -hmm. just because I I feel like it it truly embodies the title of this program. Yeah. And as I said again on Adult Babies last night, bread is my favorite food, but it is you sh you gotta feel bad about making it and eating it. You're putting something with no nutritional value out there that's so delicious that people want to eat it's does that did that cross your mind before i brought it up no no <laughs> all right well, i now mean you gotta yeah, live with it <laughs> yeah now now i'm, I'm with it but <laughs> i <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna start doing more of giving it the bread to other people so it's just their problem yeah, yeah. but it it's always <laughs> here it's always with me yeah. like i had a friend today uh that that sent me a text about about losing weight. We've been talking about losing weight. And he, he, said, uh, he said, you know what really helped me is, is I actually took a picture of all my food. And at the end of huh. the day, I kind of saw what I was eating. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to take another picture of a box of, <laughs> of Twinkies or whatever it was. And, uh, and then I quickly, I sent him a picture of my freshly baked bread. I'm like, yeah, it's probably not a good idea that I'm just making this bread because I'm constantly eating it. Like, I'm going to eat... I've eaten uh, bread for dinner a few nights in the last week because I oh, want to eat so it before good. it goes bad. Yeah, you have a couple of days with the you know it's that's the other thing with with the uh, homemade bread. There's no preservatives in it, it's, so it's like it's only got a shelf life of a couple of days. Mm -hmm. You can make croutons with it. This morning I made uh, French toast with my sourdough bread. Unbelievable! I've never had sourdough oh. French toast. I bought a. I gotta do that, dude. There's so much. That's that's what's exciting about sourdough bread. Like I mentioned, pizza. Um, there's so much stuff you can do with just the uh, what taking the the sour when you when you feed it every day. Mm -hmm. um, you like I, I hope I explained it right. But when you feed it, every, you have to take a little bit of the dough out of the starter um, and and you throw it away. Is that just to 
not exceed the volume of the vessel? Yeah, so it's okay. It's basically from what I've heard. I'm I'm a newbie with this. You know, I'm I'm learning as I go. From what I understand is you take it, you take take like a half a cup out um, to let it feed on the new flour and water. Okay. So it it like it it makes it, and then and then the dough kind of rises. Yeah. I have like a mason jar, so I can see it rise. <laughs> I love how that mason jar looks. <laughs> it doesn't look good. It- <laughs> Oh, God, it's the best. <laughs> Would you be able to just, like, give that, instead of throwing it out, could you freeze it? Yeah, so... Could you give it to... You can. Yeah, okay, nice. But here's the thing. Yeah, hit me. I have a buddy from work who is um, who is in, way into cooking. I work for a, a, a meat distribution place, so everybody there, like, went to... Uh, a lot of people went to culinary school, so okay. a lot of people are interested in cooking over there. Nice. Um, And he was he was talking to me about... He wants to get his own starter, and he was like, "He's like, can you? You think you can give me some?" And I would, I could give him some, but I think it's better. You get more appreciation when you build it yourself. It's like your own kid, you know. I don't care so much about your kid. I care about the kid that I created. No, you can have kids that you created, and you can also donate sperm to the sperm bank. You're right. You could, but you know what I'm saying. But do I care about that kid, or do you? I mean, when when you Build it from home with your own <laughs> hands. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, there's something there's something special about it. Yeah, the, the only thing I'm thinking is I just it's a shame to throw it out. It is. And a lot of people well, that's why like it's a shame to bust a load in the toilet. It like, is just <laughs> listen, I'm used to doing that. I, yeah, I, everybody. I throw a lot of <laughs> dough away, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but it was uh you th- there's there's a ton of recipes of what to do. I think it's called Discord. Dis- discard. Oh. Oh, I was going to be like, oh, the messaging yeah, no. app that gamers use. No, it's not that. It's <laughs> not that. Uh, it's Discard. Yeah. Discard. Discard? Discard, yeah. yeah I'm, okay. a, I'm a trading card game player. We yeah. discard all the time. All right. So that's what it's called. But there's a ton of recipes what to do with your, your with the stuff you're going to throw away. Oh, Because it does feel like a sin just throwing the stuff away. Yeah. I keep it in like a... a You'll also go blind. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I keep all my discard in a uh, in like a big cup every night, and I keep it in my freezer. And ah. then when I reach the top, then I just toss it. But there's a ton of recipes where you hmm. can just specify for specify discard. for this okay. pancakes, pizza. Uh, it, you know, I'm gonna name two, but there's a lot. <laughs> I think the comedian in me is like, "Where's the third example?" I know, <laughs> I know. I I don't know. We're all waiting. You're going to hit us at the end of the episode. And this. Oh, focaccia bread. There it is. Yep. Which is my next. Which I'm going to get kind of pizza, but I'll let it in. But focaccia bread, from what I hear, yeah. if you get fresh focaccia bread, it's supposed to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's spo- fresh that, bread anything, man. Yeah. I just, well, you you grew up with this stuff. Dude, I really did. It, did your it, dad ever make focaccia? I don't know if he ever like put a label on it, but he's definitely dressed up some flatbread. Okay, you know? all right. He was big. See, you're you're n- the, you're not giving the focaccia the proper respect. It's like proto pizza. There's it's more. great. It can some focaccia bread can be some of the best, but it's there's a something about a sourdough loaf with butter, mm. maybe a little bit of salt. Oh, that's just so perfect that once you start adding on ingredients, it's still great. But it's a different, it. it's a different thing. It's a different thing. Yeah, it doesn't but, it doesn't get me all excited in the soul. Like, <laughs> I got you. I get that. Man, there's something beautiful about just that loaf of of sourdough bread. Uh, Dude, last night, I like I said, we did the, we did my podcast last night and you saw my dough was ready. I baked right after you guys left. And around 10 30, 11 o'clock at night, that dough came out. I gave it like you have to give it some time to cool off. I cut a slice. It was orgasmic. Oh, dude. I poured a little uh, olive oil on a plate, cut it up, a little salt and pepper in the olive oil. Oh, dude, it was was unbelievable. I I feel like I'm cheating on my fiance (laughs) right now. Holy, oh my God. I'm stirred. I can't can't imagine what it must have felt like to go to sleep with that smell in your apartment. Oh, and then I woke up with it too. Oh, God. Because I woke up and I made the, I made the, um, that might be French the cure toast. for my depression is to wake up to the smell of sourdough oh, bread. There is oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. It's it's just it's just so satisfying. And I know people like I, I 
I'm getting way into it now that some of my close friends are like, this is ridiculous. You're an idiot. But I don't care. They don't know what passion is. Get new friends. I know. Jesus. You lumps on a log. Yeah. Learn to love something. I'm talking to you, chick. Yeah, he's sour on the sourdough. He's sour on my sourdough, bro. That's like what... What where what angle does he have to be? Sour? He has an angle that he has never created anything delicious. Yeah. People that have, I love to create stuff that's never been there. Yeah, man. Okay, absolutely. That's why I love comedy. Yeah, all half my jokes have probably been there in some kind of other form. You know, it's not. I'm not coming up with. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're. But saying. isn't it exciting to like make something? I yeah. love like creating something. It's the best feeling in the world. Whether it's just drawing a picture or it's making something, I just get I I get it, like my rocks off on making. Especially stuff. when you make something and you don't have to pay for its college. Exactly, that's the best. Yeah, no, I'm not into making humans. Kids. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, especially when it's just like a physical thing that hits your senses in multiple ways. Especially people with food, people that like don't really cook or bake there's this whole like hey, you just go out you can buy it and it's like that's it they don't get it it's different oh it drives me nuts it's so different it's it, it is it's not there, there's a process it's with me that sourdough uh starter which you saw in my mason jar that is with me every day every day it's cared for every day i take a little bit out i i make i make the i make more every day i watch it rise in the in the mason jar and I take it out. It's you watch it grow. There's something really uh, fun about it. And like I said, now that I'm, and I wish, I wish I knew I was coming in here to talk about sourdough because I would have bring, brought you a loaf. I, I no, it, it worked out. It worked out so good that you I, it works out. I'm good so for you. I'm so trying to ride this wave. All right. Well, I'll let you ride the wave. But but so there will be a day, when I will have your bread. And we should not be making eye contact while I eat it. <laughs> no. We definitely, like, it might be crossing the line. No, because you're going to, yeah, like I said, you're going to judge me because mine isn't as good as your dad's. And no, I get that. but you know what, man? Like, you're committed to it. It mm -hmm. sounds like you're doing the right stuff. And I, are you older than the generation where, like, you know every SpongeBob reference? Because I'm in that. I watched range. SpongeBob mostly when I was stoned. We didn't my, grow up with it. I didn't grow up with it. So it was around. It was around. I shouldn't say. Yeah, I mean, it was around. But I wasn't a little kid. Okay, because I, I think it's part of growing up with it is that like the first so many seasons, I, like I could do the rest of my comedy career. I wouldn't be happy about it, but it could be all SpongeBob <laughs> references. But uh, do you know the one where he has the the hamburger making contest against Neptune? Now I know about the, yeah a little bit, but I don't I don't know it like so inside and out. So I'll don't give quiz you, me. I'll on. give you the play by play. So he's got a. They're made. They're doing this competition. Neptune's using his godly magic to make a gajillion burgers for everybody in the stadium, and he's using his magic. And he's he's he's. It looks cool. Like the the draw the animation of it's interesting. And everybody takes a bite, and they're all like, "What? Is, like this is garbage." They're spitting it out. It's like it's like it's over the top. They're going crazy. They're right. gagging on it. In that time, SpongeBob makes. One Krabby Patty, and he like you know tucks the pickles under the mm -hmm. the cheese, and he makes like little happy faces. I think with the ketchup, and Poseidon eats it, and he goes, "This is amazing. This is like yeah, he's like flipping out on how good it is. That's your bread because he put your soul is in that bread. That's what it is. He put love into it. That's I used to think that was crazy. Like food that was when you put something into it, you you. Like it tastes better, yeah. But there's truth to that. That sounds bizarre, but there's truth to that. And I didn't realize that until I started making stuff. Yeah. And, and a, listen, a lot of the stuff I put out isn't great, but I love. I also love the repetition of stuff, which I, I find very very similar to comedy, where it's like you're always trying to like mix and match different stuff. Yeah, sure. And I love that. I love the idea of like trying to master something that you'll never master. Something you can always you can always get better yeah. and better. Oh, you know what just popped into my head? You know the Trader Joe's everything but the bagel seasoning? Yes, of course. That's gotta go on top. There's plenty of recipes and I will do that. That that see, that's the other thing where I want to get into. Like I told you so I did make the I, I I bought I got way into the pizza stuff. So I bought like a pizza slab. Stone, yeah. And then I recently just bought a uh a Detroit style pizza pan. 
nice. um, which seems awesome, but it seems like it's a little difficult because you have to like bake the cheese on the side. There's a whole process. It's to an it. interesting pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, so I want to get yeah. into that. But another thing that I'm seeing is kind of putting different stuff in the sourdough loaf, like a jalapeno cheddar. Oh, shit. Um, you know, there's just, they even had a blueberry, which you wouldn't think of, but it, it, it looked interesting and people were like, it's really good. Yeah. And I want to experiment with that stuff. Cause why not? Exactly. Like it's, a- what else am I doing? Going to sit and watch Netflix. Come on. <laughs> we're only here for a little while. Plus, I mean, and that's the nice thing about the hobby of baking is there is so much downtime that you can watch Netflix if you want. Yeah, during you some can. of the parts of it, not all the parts, but some parts you got to be on top of it. No, and other parts, I, I do. I, waiting. I'm very much like I try. I'm worried about something going wrong, especially with the oven. Up, it's the oven is very hot, mm-hmm. and then I'm I'm in there. I'm taking the. I'm always like I'm going to get burned. Yeah. Something's going to explode. <laughs> yeah, I'm always thinking the worst is going to happen, dude. I have a. A flinch reaction, a really bad one with ovens be- from baking de- uh, bread in my dad's restaurant. Because I was a little kid, I was maybe like four or five, and he was like, you know, uh, you know, showing me the ropes, yeah. you know, like having fun with his son. And then like I, you know, you put your hand in to drop off the bread, and then up, oh, ah. like instead of pulling out. So like I still, I'm still. A Did you ever get burned, pussy. bad? No, it was never bad, but you know when you're like a tiny kid and it like oh yeah. it hurts oh yeah and, yeah. Then, it's, and then in your memories like, it's so much worse than it probably was. But burns do suck. Yeah, burn like the lingering pain of a burn. Yes, even a minor one. Which crazy, I when I discovered like anti like low level burn cream. I don't know if you've ever used it. No, I haven't. It sincerely it feels like magic. So I is I, it I, like a cooling sensation? It's just miraculous how effective it go. You go from being in a lot of pain, especially if you have like. A, so I had a burn on my hand. Uh, I think it was like a, a light bulb in my car did it. I just wasn't expecting it to be hot. Yeah, yeah. I went to like one of my favorite restaurants in downtown Huntington, and the guy could just see that I, especially being on my hand with all the nerve endings, like I was in just so much pain. He's like, "What's what's up?" And I told him I, you know, it was a small burn. Oh, pull something right. Have some of this cream. And I was like, at first, I was like, ah, oh, don't worry about it, like, because I didn't think it was gonna. Yeah. Immediately, just I didn't feel like I was burnt, and I was like, what witchcraft is this? Yeah, and I was right? like, I don't know, man. Like, I make French fries. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get burnt. Which eight times uh, a day. European Republic Cafe, you get a sponsor free shout out all the time. I don't know if you have ever been there. Been there plenty of times. Dude. I used to work. I used to work in Cold Spring Harbor. Okay. Uh, not far from Huntington, and not at all. I would go there for lunch all the time. That's a place that like. You know the weird like French fry mascot they have outside. Yes. That's a place you pass and you're like, the fuck goes on in there? Yeah. And is and like I'm so glad when I finally tried them. And now they're in the the burger joint spot next door, which is a bigger, nicer okay. store. Yeah. So I feel like they get more traffic just by being in a better oh, storefront. And you pick your sauces. That is my guilty pleasure, dude. I, sauces, dude. You know what's crazy? They have like thirty something sauces. As I you can't never know. get enough. I love sauce. That place can that. I did not like mayo before I went to yeah. European Republic Cafe, and I tried all the sauces, and then somebody told me that they were all mayo-based, and I was like, ah, that's impossible. I don't like mayo, and then it turns out I love mayo. Oh, dude, fantastic. <laughs> I am huge. I could do a whole episode on on just sauces, because I Ooh, okay. love yeah, sauce. I do, I, Like, man, forget it. But that place, I just, I every time I would go in there, I would try something new. And it was, I just loved it. And then they, there was a place in uh, Greenwich Village, right across from the Comedy Cellar, mm-hmm. called Bar Fritz. I think it's Fritz, F R I T E, right? That's something. This place in Manhattan was really good. Nice. They, and it, you go there because uh, there was a few comedy clubs over there back when, you know, you used to do that you freely. Could have fun, yeah. And after a set, you go over there and have some french fries and pick out your dipping sauce it's the most exciting thing yeah. when you're looking at the menu and you're like i could pick three i could pick three and you're like can i get four can I, i'll pay extra for the fourth because i can never decide I love it. it's like, like 80 cents or something yeah so. I know. it's always like less than a dollar and i savor it too yeah like i savor it. i brought um those little plastic containers home i'm like what else could i dip in this oh dude sauce oh my god i get such weird looks because like I'll get a side of hot sauce, and it's almost always Frank's, like from a deli. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll catch myself like taking a little, like I won't do the whole shot, 
But sometimes you don't have any more like French fry left and you just want to taste that hot sauce. Like I'll take like a little sip and then people look at me like I've murdered a baby. And it's like, guys, I get it. It's a weird move, but I love the taste of the Franks. Dude, I'll stick my finger in there and, and suck my finger with it. That's I, why I've done I, do that the, I do the little like, like, oh, it's too hot. Let me like like sip it through the air a little bit. Yeah, you pretend you're doing it at first. Like, oh, let me try it. And then you suck down the whole thing. You're like, <laughs> I guess this is what I do now. Just accidentally make your finger I eat come. sauce off of my middle finger. Oh, man. My index finger. Oh, pretty gross. But, you know, no, nonetheless, man, food delicious. Food is the best. And, so good. And bread is truly... You know what the thing about bread is for me? I uh, Again, having grown up with it, having done the keto diet and being convinced that carbs are the root of all evil, mm-hmm. without bread... If I am correct, please, if you're a historian and listen to this podcast, one, give us a rating because God knows we need it. Uh, but also, like, tell me I'm wrong. It's my understanding that there was civilization before bread, but then bread became a thing, and all of a sudden we had surplus calories. Right. Eat, like, without refrigeration or preserving meats. Like, uh, I have a buddy. Wait, I shouldn't say this on air. I know somebody who knows a lot about food and safety. Okay. And I'll, I'll explain <laughs> right. after. Uh, and he was explaining to me how crazy it is that we don't re- refrigerate bread. We don't do a lot of things, but it's only because we've handled bread for like so many thousands of years. Like otherwise, if bread was like a new thing, we'd be so, we would not understand why it like doesn't go bad. Like other foods are super quick. Like right. bread is partially probably the reason why civil we have civilization today as we know it. Yeah. But also... Once that comes full circle and we've, we're living in current society, it's like so objectively unhealthy. It is. And I hate that fact about it because it gave us civilization and I fucking love it. And it's like, it is uh, certainly my guilty pleasure. Now, here's the thing though. As far as sourdough bread goes, they say it's a little, it's on the healthier side of bread. I, of course, it's Tell me calories. why. I'm interested. But as far as, I, I, I shouldn't say healthy, but it's better than uh, it's like better, Wonder Bread. Yeah, I mean, it's, Oh, it's it's light years better than that. Yeah. Um, but because of the fermentation, it's I, I'm not going to say it's gluten free, but it's easier for people to digest. Apparently, I imagine it's not one for one, but similar to how like just other fermented foods are good for you, good for the gut biome. Yeah. Like, are you a kimchi fan? I've never had kimchi. It's good stuff. What is kimchi? Is that it's fermented cabbage and pepper paste? So okay, they, I, I would I would do that. Oh, dude, it's one of those things that like I I'm not the biggest fan. People will eat it by itself, and I'm like, that's a little strange. Yeah, but like, what's the taste like? Can you describe it as something that I would know? Um, do you like cabbage in general? Yeah. So think of like cooked cabbage, like say with corned beef, maybe. Okay, but. Again, it's it's like drowned in a hot pepper paste. So it's got a little bit of a kick. It has a little bit of the fermenty tang. Um the texture, I get hung up on a lot of texture. So I like yeah, I like too. a shredded kimchi personally. I don't like the big chunks of like like cabbage. But it just complements like definitely almost any Asian origin food. Well, it's Shake a Korean Jack, thing. Shake Jack just came out with a uh a Korean inspired chicken sandwich and kimchi is on it get it and it's it's so good it's some it's some kimchi's can be a little fishy i like to go for the vegan kimchi because i don't eat fish okay so i will break that no wait does fish fish and kimchi sometimes they put a little bit of uh oyster sauce oyster yes uh, okay yeah or or am i think why am i thinking sardines i don't know if that's right but and usually it's not enough to like overpower the kimchi. Right. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of seafood either. No, I'm not me neither. But like, if I go to a restaurant, I won't go crazy over it. I'll just eat the kimchi and not ask questions. Gotcha. But like, if I buy it in a supermarket, I'll go for the vegan one because it tastes virtually the same. And mm-hmm. I, I just don't like eating seafood for a variety of reasons yeah. that I've probably talked about too much on the show. But I definitely give it a whirl. Like one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, are you also familiar with how good Japanese mayo is? compared to our like american mayo no all right i'll i'll show you the bottle we got uh qp qp mayo uh is it's amazing okay uh so to make kimchi fries it's different it's i don't know what's different about it some people say it has sugar in it and that's what makes it better i 
I've also heard that they, instead of using the whole egg, they only use yolks. Oh. It's just like richer and tastier. Gotcha. It's like you put it on a rice bowl, you feel less weird about it than putting on like Hellman's for Got whatever it. reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but seriously, you take French fries, uh, Japanese mayo, and you chop up kimchi, and you just like boom, you have like great. you have the best side dish. Gives you that little bit of that tang, fermenty, yeah. hot. Uh, the mayo cools it down and gives you the like the fat, and then all the flavors kind of work together. Oh man. I am a little weird. This is probably something you don't know about me. I'm a little weird with food that I don't know because I have an irrational fear of being allergic to it. Oh, interesting. Um, so for years now, a lot of if, if my friends are listening, they're going to be yelling because forever I I believe that I'm allergic to nuts, not peanuts, not like because that's a legume. Yes, it is. But like walnuts and cashews, I am deathly afraid uh, that I have a allergic. That's interesting because one of those is a true nut, and a cashew I think is like a is like the seed of a fruit. Oh, see, I didn't know. Which that. is I oh, yeah, cashews are you cannot eat raw cashews. Oh, really? You will die. Uh, well, I they, wouldn't. I wouldn't eat any kind of cashew. They they steam or ro- or roast <laughs> the poison out of it. But uh, see, the, yeah, what? they roast the poison out of it. See, I I I don't trust it. For a while after I learned that I didn't eat cashews because I was like, what if they cook it wrong in some fucking factory mm-hmm. and then I die because I just ate a cashew? Like, it's just... Yeah. But want, you get a reaction. You think you get a what reaction right, from so walnuts? Started, I love walnuts. It started uh, when I was a little kid. I got like a little weird feeling in my throat, like a little tongue, like a tickle on my tongue is the best way I could describe it. Interesting. And then I, I am uh, somebody that if I see something that is I th- worst case scenario, like there's there's a lot of things in my life that I'm deathly afraid of for no reason. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know the feeling. And nuts is one of them. Like yeah. I've never had an alert. My, but I have this. That's funny. Fear yeah. that I'm going to go into anaphylactic shock. Sure. Like I've actually thought about carrying an EpiPen with me, which is is what they they stab you in the chest. And you know what? Even if you never have to use it, you might save a life one day. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Oh my god. Yeah, they, dude. Then you're the hero. That oh, dude, that's right to up have my alley. Because aren't they, and they're expensive too? So you just yeah. it's just good optics. Like you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> um. So I have a weird thing with food. Um. That I'm always I'm like, is there nuts in it? And it's I like I said, I've never had this kind of allergic reaction. I've had like weird things, but even I've been on planes and I get freaked out when like somebody is opening nuts. Oh no! And it freaks me out. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> I start doing this thing where like, you know how crazy your mind can like really trick you. Yeah, and I'll dude. start like feeling like I'm I can't breathe. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I am a little That's weary. A real panic attack. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I I. I've, I've gotten better, but I had a lot of panic attacks. Like no, me too. I know the feeling. You um, gotta you overcome them. And yeah, a lot of it's weird how you do kind of overcome them. Like I haven't had them in a while, but it was a lot. Like a total, like whatever your mind does, you believe it. And I've been in situations where I've just been like uh, trapped in and uh, terrified of of eating nuts. So I, with food that I don't know, mm. I have to be. Re- I'm like very cautious about sure. going into it so when i hear something like kimchi i want to look up everything about it you know it's seriously it's like it's super simple and it's like in so much korean food that if you're trying to fuck with korean food you almost can't avoid it right but it really like and it's super good for you the, yeah. the gut biome and all that jazz like it's just you made me think of a, a story you you unearthed a memory uh <laughs> of mine and now that i was thinking about it I think it's the first time I ever crushed comedy wise. Mm-hmm. So I must have been like five years old at my dad's restaurant. <laughs> and I had never tried artichokes of any variety before. Yeah. My parents, and there was like a bunch of people around, they were trying to convince me to try artichokes. And I'm I hate trying new food as well. Yeah. That's what made me think of it. And I took a bite of it. And have you ever heard that thing that like your sweet taste bud receptors are more prominent when you're a kid and that's why kids tend to love sweets more and the older you get you like bitter things yep so the bitterness of the artichoke just hit me so hard when i took that bite that i literally i choked on the artichoke (laughs) and i i wasn't even trying to be cute i just was like that's why they call them artichokes I just made a room full of boomers just erupt and oh man that's great i think maybe that's why i'm a comedian who knows that's the dude that's all it takes yeah right you get get the first taste i'm gonna do that again (laughs) But 
Yeah, I uh, but I do like artichokes now. But yeah, it just just made me think of that story. That but, bitter thing. I my mom was a, a like a Girl Scout leader or whatever. I don't know what the hell they're called. My sister was. She a, wasn't one of the Girl Scouts. No, my sister okay. was a Girl Scout, and yeah. my mom was the cookie slinger. The, yeah, so she would do it after school, and a lot of times I would go there. Yeah. So like I was technically a Girl Scout because I did everything they did. And one of the things that they they did. That's your first special name. I'm sorry. Brian <laughs> yeah. Ryan, to be a Girl, Girl Scout. Scout. <laughs> yeah. Um, before comedy, I was a Girl Scout. I was a brownie, and then I became a Girl Scout. It was a whole. <laughs> but um, that's very like uh, forward, you know, progressive. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't give me a uniform though. But I. Um, it's a shame. It is. But they had this one. I guess they they would do like these. Uh, exercises and whatever the hell it was so one of them was learning where your taste buds are so you had to put like find where your bitter spot was on your tongue the sweet spot apparently this is what they they said in the in the girl scout handbook (laughs) that you know you put bitter here and you'll taste it more on this part of the tongue okay sweet here salty here sure and uh yeah i i didn't get a badge for it but i was part of that lesson you're you were in the science you were involved in the science yeah i yeah, like it yeah that's my that's my bitterness story i guess <laughs> how uh no i think you mentioned that earlier i was just i was just gonna ask how you got into the bread thing but you you think it might have been tom pop it might have i think it was a mixture of a, a few things sure I'm, it, it, i don't i don't think there was one specific thing well that was like me you guys asking me how i started comedy last night right. there's it, it came from so many different angles of like always wanting to do it and then you know being in the environment mm-hmm. and this and that and it's just like you know but it's cool though it's a fun hobby there's always like a little spark and you never know where it comes from and it's like yeah. kind of sits with you and then you try it i, I think i got into like like finding, uh, I was what the hell? I I did a couple of like fun experiments. I'm, I like to like, dude. I like to craft. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I like to. I, have like you I played said, Minecraft? I haven't. No. You may you might love it. All right, I'll I'll check it out. I could do that. Um, is it, it involves crafting? A mine? Yeah, mining and crafting. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm in I'm into both of those. <laughs> I kind of look like a miner, so um, <laughs> both kinds of miners. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, yeah, I could be into that. But yeah, it's like it's it's definitely one of those things where it's a lot of different things come together, and yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try that. Well, one, I I do sincerely look forward to trying your sourdough. Oh, I can't wait, and I I will only harshly judge it against my father's. If it is uh, truly just gruel. And there's no way I think it's going to be just gruel. Well, you have to know. And like I told my friends when I delivered their bread today, I was like, listen, this is a work in progress. I'm learning it. This yeah. is, And I heard a thing, which, again, I compare everything to comedy. Um, I heard I heard somebody say you have to make like 100 loaves before you like really know what you're doing. Yeah. And I... I'm a weirdo where I like I like that. Like I heard somebody say, huh. "You have to you have to put ten years into being uh, doing comedy before you really." I hate hearing that. It makes me so sad. See, it doesn't make me sad because it makes me like, all right, this is it's it's something that I you go into it knowing hmm. this is a long process, and it's I I like the fact that I have a long time to figure this out. It's That's something fair. it's I comforting to me. Yeah. Okay. So like and I, I kind of like that with the bread where I'm like, I'm learning how to do this and it's not great right now, but it's gonna be great. Sure. And I've already seen it, you know, the more I do it. Like mm-hmm. I said, two loaves a week, I'm getting I'm I feel like I'm getting the hang of it where I'm like, you get that muscle memory with you the folding of the dough. Totally. And it's just all right, this is I, I can see where the, but also I remain humble enough that I could my dough could probably go to shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> humble dough by oh, Brendan humble dough. Ryan. <laughs> humble dough brick. No, I, I really can't wait. I uh, We'll see how long the streak lasts. I think I might hit you up the second I break. Yeah, well, I'm going to always... <laughs> I thought about bringing like, uh, bread to an open mic, but they're all at bars, and I'm like, I don't want to overstep anybody's boundaries in the kitchen. But you know what? You give the 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 staff a slice. Oh each. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that, you're just paying them off at that yeah, point. Yeah, but listen, here you go. Have a little bit of this. <laughs> hey man, you could you could if you guys when you when you had your uh, awesome backyard show. Uh, yes, thank you for being a part of uh, that, dude. I was so happy to be on that, but I would have taken slices. You know, I would have taken literal bread. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think. Well, we're gonna. I want to do that again. Like you know, there's so many. I I just. 
I love the the Long Island comedy scene in the last couple of years has been like so great. I think there's a lot of I gush about how awesome the scene is weekly. It is so good, man, and yeah. and it's it wasn't always like this. There's just a lot right of here. there's a lot of up and coming comics that I I think everybody is I I love all of you guys. Like we all get along pretty well. There's no comic that I'm like you know that guy. I'm sure there's some, but you know. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, there's I just very little crabs it. in a barrel yes. mentality. We're all like, hey, if one of, if even if one of us does well and does nothing for everybody else, that's still better than if none of us, yeah, eventually, you know, made it or something. And I think it's been fun watching the adjustment that we everybody has made in their own way, uh, yeah. dealing with the with what's going on here. And the outdoor shows have been a huge thing where I'm like, that's not going to go away because no. that is a lot of fun, and you don't have to. Uh, pay for a venue and worry about, you know, I would do shows at, at a, a local place near me and uh, I would do them once a year and they were big and I still can't wait to get back there, but it's a headache. You know, producing shows, it's yeah. a headache because you're dealing with a venue. You're dealing with how do they, they don't know how comedy works. There's just variables on variables. There's a lot. Yeah. The dropping of the check. They, they just don't know like how it works. Yeah. And when you can, sort of set up shop in your own backyard and do it the way you know how and you have complete control it's it it's it's a game changer and i can't totally. wait for to come back for that and if we do it again in the backyard you can bet your bottom dollar i'm coming with some bread baby i actually thought of this was an idea i Hell thought yeah. of i yeah, ran right. it by like four or five comics half of them told me to grow screw but i was like what what what, what do you think about a, a a, a comedy show that mm. everybody, every comic that's on it. So we have four comics. They come with their own dish, almost like a potluck. So, so you know, I go up, you go up, uh, whoever you know, a couple other comics go up, and everybody, every comic that goes up brings their own specific dish, almost like a potluck. So the people in the audience can try every comic's dish, and you could do your set. You could talk about what you did, or you don't. Now a lot of comics were like were like uh, that sounds like a nightmare. I don't want any part of it, so I never did it. But I don't know. I kind of like the idea of. It. I, I feel like I see where they're coming from because they're like, "Oh, that's work on work." Yeah, of course. But like, I think I'm for the idea. Mm -hmm. But being devil's advocate, and I'm, I'm seeing it from their side, like especially if like somehow you work out the cost of the food itself. And yeah. make the comics feel better about that. Okay, yep. I love that idea because you're you're feeding the soul and the stomach. Yeah. With laughter and I, food. I already see by your tone that you're not into it. Like you no, think it's a no, dumb no, idea. No. no, you do. What the fuck? <laughs> I am not sending... I'm not trying to... I'm, 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 my vibes right now are you got my gears turning on how to sell it to the comics. Yeah, no, you'd have no, to sell it to the comics. I, because otherwise, that's... A, I like... No, you're... Like I said, you're feeding the soul with laughs. It's bringing everybody together. Food brings people together. Yeah. And comedy brings people together. Now here's the problem. It's intimate. I think other people would get caught up on like, now do I have to do like ten minutes on chicken parmesan? Because <laughs> I don't have that. I'm just gonna do my regular set. No, it's Long Island. If you get a Italian crowd, that's your golden. Oh, they would love it. Yeah, but then comics are like, I don't want to write material for this stupid thing. I well, made. I think you don't have to write material. You just talk about your Italian childhood. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we can find that <laughs> over here. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just I, I think you should, I think you should go for it. There's That's so fine. many ideas that I just have towards like cooking and, and comedy. Well, and I here, think it here's works. my philosophy with really anything comedy. Uh, if it's outside of being a normal stand-up show, if it is fun. Yes. That's all it needs to be because if you're going to a comedy show, you want to have fun and nothing's wrong with more fun. That's why I'm trying to pitch a few ideas to a few people including the Stageworks crew because I'm like, let's do a comedian game show. Let's do a comedian this. There's let's do so a, much to do. It's, it's exciting. Just, I just, it, people want fun right mm -hmm. now, especially now. It's just, as long as it's fun, I think it's, you should ship it. Seeing live comedy in general is, it's fun and it's exciting for most people that don't get to do it. Yeah. But if you could add something on, and a lot of people will say comedy is enough, but why does it have to stop at that? Can it be a whole thing? I don't know. There's nothing wrong with a gimmick if it does not detract from the original that's base it. thing. That's the thing. I don't want it to become, and that's where I think it would become a little bit of a, uh, an issue where it's like are we kind of like going in different directions where the food is going to take away from the comic 
you know? I think as long as there's no, like, you have to talk, make jokes about the food. If that's not there, the I think you The food could be before it. the show, you know? Bring it yeah. out and, and be like, all right, so so I made this. What do you guys think about the chicken parm? What do you think about the this? You know, whatever. Yeah, and then, uh, man, you can pepper in some, like, fun dad jokes. Like, yeah. my, my dad, every, I think every other meal he cooks, he has to say, I... Lo- I lost my class ring. If you find it, let me know. <laughs> yeah, every great. other every yeah. other dish he cooks, it's got to be. <laughs> also, it's his birthday today. Happy oh, birthday, happy Dad! Birthday, Dad! This is coming out not on your birthday, so I guess fuck off. But no, happy yeah. bur- happy birthday. But Brendan, do you have? Please uh, start your plugs. Okay. Uh, well, we talked generously about the uh, my podcast, the Adult Babies podcast. Check that out. Yeah, do um, it. I'm trying to get more comics on there too. So if you're a comic and you have something you want to talk about, uh, hit me up. I would love to talk to you. Um, uh, my Instagram is Brendan Ryan is fun. I believe I'm fun, and I just started an Instagram. You're the first person I'm telling this. Okay. I just started an Instagram just for my bread. Yes, <laughs> it's called. Uh, I think Brendan it's called, Ryan? No, it's called the Dough Champ. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. I'll, I'll I'll find it right. I haven't told anybody. I'm like, I'm just gonna. Well, that's oh. the beauty of Instagram because yeah, once Brendan Ryan really soaks in, you're gonna want to switch to it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I I just call myself the Dough Champ. I like that too. So, and it's I'm basically going back to my older because I I have pictures of all my dough from the beginning. Okay, so I'm just sort of going through that. Nice. I've actually met a few people already on it. Like I yeah, like people have been messaging me like, oh, keep with it. I really I don't. Know. So it's it's been kind of cool. So I guess I'll promote that. And uh, as far as shows, who knows? I don't know what's. I have my alibi mic on Wednesdays. I'd love to see yeah, comics are listening. Go to come that, by. folks. It's a it is a good time. I love I love that mic. I don't believe you love it. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm too tired to try to. I know. You. I know. No, I really do. Same as always for me, folks. Guilty pleasure personals at gmail.com on Instagram on Facebook, not on Twitter. Uh, reviews for the show are super important. If you're on iTunes, please drop a review and I don't know what else, but yeah, check, check our Instagrams for dates. I'm going to be at lithology brewery brewery, February 4th. Great show. Yeah. Brendan headlined the the last one or two ones ago. Last one was the last one. one? Yeah, Yeah, it was the last one. Then, um, a lot of fun. That's going to be fun. And then, uh, funny nuggets, which I'm not on, but I'm producing, uh, should at the moment also be at Alibi Speakeasy in Farmingdale. Mm-hmm. I uh, it's a little up in the air, but it's it's like kind of locked in. It's just a little weird. The open stage works venue. Uh, the governor got us. Yeah. Um, but in any case, yeah, check our stuff. See us live. Uh, it's a good time. Brendan, thanks a lot for coming by. It was thanks great. for having me. This is uh, a lot of fun. Hell yeah, man. Uh, goodbye, everybody. That was fun. <laughs>